nodes, margins, all the new vernacular. You got to learn them because, you know, the journey never stops. Things always change and uh, we're sometimes powerless against it all. That's next on this episode of the Gratitude Journal podcast. This is the Gratitude Journal podcast. Oh my gosh, you guys, huh, it is so cold outside. Ah, man, where did summer go? Like a flash of lightning, boom, gone. And all of a sudden, it's uh, almost winter. Welcome back to uh, the basement layer. Matthew is my name. And uh, this is the Gratitude Journal podcast, the podcast that tries sometimes desperately, sometimes successfully, and most times with a lot of unanswered questions to find the gratitude in the things that we encounter every day. And while I think that that is somehow kind of trendy now, to do that, I think that long term, I think it's always been with us and it's always been a goal and a challenge for us to do that. So that's what this podcast is all about. And uh, in my uh, sort of everyday meanderings through life, stumbling as it were, I uh, try to share with you some things and insights that uh, maybe have helped me or cause me to question or maybe I don't have the answer for throw them out on the table and uh, maybe uh, the same thing will happen to you where you might find things in your life that cause you to find things to be grateful for that may be uncovered or maybe right in front of your eyes like this cup that we can't seem to find more on that in a little bit yeah, so it is very chilly outside. Now, the meteorological prognosticators warned us that this weekend would not be like last weekend. I mean, last weekend, you could have put it in a Time Life magazine. It was as perfect as perfect can be. And I went on my little work, uh, walk this morning, my uh, post-meditation walk. Uh, Donna was already up. So I was giving her her morning pills and getting her tea ready, and she's situated comfortably on the sofa with her iPad. That is full, and I need to figure out how to make it unfull. But I said, I'm going to take my camera, my new used camera, the Fujifilm X-T3, maybe take some photos. I walked outside. I immediately walked back inside and went, oh, my God, it's so cold. I had to grab a hoodie. I had to grab a ski cap, and even that, I wasn't really too terribly warm on this walk. So that's what's happening here. Hopefully, it's better in your world. I don't know who exactly listens to this podcast or all of the subscribers. I know I have some subscribers, and I know there are people who download it on a fairly regular basis. Uh, I don't know all of them, but the people who are friends of mine and people who are acquaintances of mine on some of the social media platforms that I still am a part of, although I've kind of relegated myself to a couple, uh, know that our biggest challenge uh, this year, in addition to dealing with the ongoing journey of Alzheimer's, is that Donna was diagnosed with stage 1B breast cancer. 
And that was kind of a surprise. And it was a kind of a shock. And, you know, as cancer always will be. So Donna had her surgery and we were kind of waiting for the results of that surgery. And I think when I talked to her surgeon post-op, she felt really confident that A, nothing had spread to the lymph nodes, B, that the margins, as I try to learn this new vernacular, that she took one millimeter, I think, surrounding the actual tumor, uh, seemed to uh, look uh, promising, and that she didn't feel that there was any additional spread but she wanted to, you know, send those nodes out for biopsy. And for whatever reason, it seemed to take a long time. And so we got the results of that yesterday. And so far, a clean bill of health. Yay! And so this was great news. You know, the three nodes that she took did not show any spread and that the margins look great and that uh, it prepared us for our first post-operative visit. Uh, this coming Friday, and uh, then we will figure out, you know, the radiation schedule. So I couldn't be more grateful for that news, and certainly, you know, either could Donna, and it was just a wonderful uh, start to uh, this journey, knowing that there wasn't going to be, uh, at least as we know so far, uh, any additional, uh, you know, tumor uh, appearances, and that we were sort of moving on the path that her surgeon kind of figured that this would be the path that we'd be on. And uh, so for that, I'm very, very grateful. You know, what I found interesting in this journey so far is, A, the large amount of support and the large amount of, I guess, people who kind of jump in with offers and you maybe really didn't think that that would be the case and so we've had really uh an abundance of uh, support from uh, family and especially friends who have made all kinds of generous offers and will continue you know to make these offers as the radiation schedule uh, becomes more apparent, and uh, especially you know with some of the other commitments I have as far as job and that kind of thing, you know people just who have reached out to want to be a part of you know um, our world uh, on this journey. So you know I, I just have been feeling very grateful uh, for that. What I've also noticed though is there there's always the sort of smaller contingent of uh, of people who. Um, I, you know, for want of a better word, sort of downplay, you know, the fact that, um, you know, I had one person say to me in a private message, well, I mean, breast cancer, that's a pretty low level. And, you know, with all the advances that have been made, I mean, there, there shouldn't be a problem. She shouldn't have a problem, you know, with, uh, you know, with a full recovery. It, it was just sort of the tone of it. And while I I guess I, you know, understand the, <laughs> you know, uh, the line of thinking there. When you get that diagnosis and someone tells you that, I mean, you can't replicate, like, I couldn't replicate the look on her face when that day that phone call 
that we got and and heard that person say, you know, that there was cancer. I mean, there, there's nothing that can prepare you for the, you know, the reaction to that. So there's always that contingent of people who will, uh, I don't know, maybe downplay it. It's just sort of odd. But for the most part, I would say 98% or better, uh, the reaction and the support has really been overwhelming. And so I'm very, very grateful for that. Coincidentally, in light of all this great news, I've actually had a very sort of bad week. And I think I run into this occasionally. And I know I've sort of thrown this out on the table before, but I, I've just felt um, sort of, you know, really underappreciated and sort of undervalued. And I think that it combines itself both on the home front and on the work front. And I know both of these areas I've addressed before in this podcast, and it really has presented itself to be a very big challenge for me to figure out a way around this. And I think as I have shared with a a friend at work who I'll get to in a minute because there's another level of gratitude that I have in regards to this friend, I have often said to him who, who who is a caregiver and has had a lot more caregiving experience than I have, where we talk about doing things unconditionally and not expecting to be appreciated. And I think the humanness of it and the reaction to this makes me even more aware of my humanity and my imperfection. And I think, I know this is going to sound odd, but in a way that can be kind of a good thing because I think it sets you in your place. And I think one of the things that I've been dealing with is the fact that as a caregiver, sometimes you perform tasks that oftentimes do not get recognized. And when this happens repeatedly, you get into a groove where you get used to it. And then there's another time period, which is the one I've been experiencing lately, where you feel undervalued. And it just so happens that combined here at home, and especially with things that have been going on Uh, at work, I I feel sort of a double whammy in regards to this. And it's put me into sort of like a low place. And my challenge, I guess, is to figure a way to climb out of this kind of hole that I'm in. And, you know, someone remarked to me, you know, you're the kind of person when you do work, you need to have it validated. Not necessarily pat on the back. I'm taking my right hand now and I'm reaching uh, behind my neck and patting myself on the back. You can't see that, but you will 
because I'll have news about my video podcast here at the end of this podcast. Not that I require this necessarily, but there is, to a certain degree, a need, I think, for uh, people to have their work recognized and validated. And that's good and bad. That can be good and bad. Like when I create a video and I put it out there, I mean, I know for work that there are going to be people who are going to go, wow, that looked awesome. And that sounded awesome. And they may, there may also be people who would say, well, you know, at the 217 mark here, why'd you fade that in? You should, you know, create a different mask for that. You know, I'm, I'm using, you know, jargon speak and, uh, you know, work speak, but, you know, there's always the capability for you to put something out there of an artistic nature. And what I do, I do consider it to be art. There's always going to be people who don't like it. So I know that going into it. There's a difference though, when you don't hear anything, you know what I mean? When you do something and you just never get a reaction. And I think after a while, over a period of time, this tends to grate on me to a certain extent. And it is almost like the perfect storm of time after time of doing stuff as a caregiver and not really getting any kind of acknowledgement about it and at work not getting any kind of acknowledgement. And I have felt myself this week going into sort of a dark hole, sort of a darker place. And even the news, the great news about um, Donna's uh, surgery wasn't, at least yesterday, enough to lift me out. So I really spent a good time this morning after reading the paper and, you know, pre-meditation and then at, on this cold, chilly walk this morning with my camera slung around my shoulder thinking about this. And I guess I'm coming to the conclusion that I don't really have an answer for it. <laughs> and I guess if I had to pick an answer or try to work towards an answer, I would say that it's my job and I think it's our job to realize that the things that we do sometimes have to be done unconditionally. And I know that I am attaching conditions to these things, especially at home. And I have to take the advice of Garrett, this person who I'm going to mention here in a little bit, who said to me, I came to the conclusion that caring for my wife was an honor. And it took a long time to do that. And I really need to work towards that feeling of doing things without any conditions attached to them. And this is very challenging and it's very hard for me. But I guess I'm grateful for the knowledge to know that A, this imperfection exists, and B, to be cognizant of this imperfection without any blinders or illusions and see to try. I don't know how that's going to happen, whether it's through eating a donut, 
you know, or having an IPA or something uh, to reward myself or something. I don't know. Even then, I'm, I'm attaching a condition to it, right? To do these things and to not have conditions connected to them and just do them for the love of creating art and to do them for the love of caring. I've had certain people who have said to me, what are you doing for you? And I don't discount those words. I really don't. I know that when people say them to me, they're coming from a good place. But sooner or later, you come to the conclusion that, you know, life sometimes trying to satisfy all these things is really just checking off boxes. And, you know, boxes get checked off. Therefore, I consider that thing done and I'm moving on to the next thing. And it leaves sometimes very little room to figure out what are you doing for you. And I think in talking to my friend Garrett, who has been very much um, a, an appreciated uh, sounding board to talk one-on-one, you know, as, as caregivers. And I'm very grateful for these conversations that we've had over the past couple of months. You know, um, Garrett was a long-time caregiver for his wife, you know, who had MS for a long time and, you know, passed away uh, this year and is now dealing with sort of the aftermath of that. And, you know, these conversations uh, have been gold mines for me because it makes me a little more cognizant of where my headspace should be. And I do feel at times sort of put out. I feel overwhelmed. And, you know, as uh, he said to me in no uncertain terms, the feeling overwhelmed part is it's just starting. It's not going to get better. It's only going to get worse. And, you know, that sort of, you know, metaphysical slap in the face is something that I turn away from for the most part. I don't want to think about that. You know, I don't want to face that. I have trouble preparing for that. But I know that that is indeed going to be the case and I need that. And so I'm grateful for that. But I'm even more grateful for just someone who is listening and listening, having been in that same place and in the same spot. And those feelings can transfer into a lot of different worlds and not just the world of being a caregiver. And I'm trying to take that same thing and transfer it over to my work and my creative life. And because I am a creator, I like to think of myself as a creator. I have a a couple of unrealized ambitions as a creator. And those have nothing to do with work. And so I feel like these lessons learned can transfer over. And it's my challenge to continue when I'm, you know, uploading 
video after video and no one says anything about it. I know people say no news is good news, but you know, after a while you like to get some acknowledgement that what you're doing is maybe having an impact or, you know, someone's going to be able to benefit from it or that's going to be utilized or, you know, hey, that was fun, that was enough, you know, that was a that was something that I could use because I needed some fun. Um when you experience these things, you know, time after time where nobody says anything, uh, I need to be better at performing these artistic tasks from an unconditional nature. And that's my challenge. And so I'm, I'm grateful, you know, for that. I'm very, very grateful. So as far as my video podcast, I'm almost there. I mean, I think this weekend I have assembled everything that I need. And when I talk about that, I'm talking about just, I want it to look right. I want it to sound right. Um, I'm a little self-conscious about being in front of the camera, but I really feel like the video aspect of anything content creation wise can't be ignored that's the first part and second i feel like i'm hoping that the reach of just gratitude in general you know might get a spike like maybe i could drive someone into realizing a new way to be grateful for the things that they have via a video platform in addition to this podcast audio platform. So that's really my primary reason for doing that. And the other thing is I need to get these particular audio podcasts up on a platform like YouTube because more and more people are using YouTube as a way to download and consume audio content. So I have a number of challenges from a technical aspect as well. So that is coming along, but um, I just wanted to uh, check in and uh, tell you how grateful I am that you download and listen to this drivel that, <laughs> that, that I produce here in the basement lair. Uh, quickly becoming a colder basement layer. And while we certainly will have a few spikes in temperature, you can feel the impending <laughs> wintry wrath approaching as uh, the leaves automatically fell. I mean, like on Tuesday, nothing. Wednesday, I drove into the parking lot. Boom, there are all these leaves. So that's just the way it happens. But it's been happening like that for centuries and it's going to continue to happen like that long after you and I are gone. So we might as well just live with it and uh, go about our lives unconditionally, right? So anyway, thank you uh, and I hope you're doing well and I hope you're finding uh, gratitude in the things that, um, that come into your life, whether they're intended or unintended. And thank you for downloading and listening to another episode of the Gratitude Journal podcast. <laughs>